All right, right, Brandon. Are okay, you gonna sorry. Do this or what? No, I'm gonna do this the rest of the night. I <laughs> love these <laughs> sons of bitches so much. <laughs> when Sam's done fucking too, around, man. he's done. <laughs> Not the chuddle. Chuddle. This movie sounds awful. I'm sorry, guys. Surprise. Whoa. Touching butts. Kinky. Creepy pasta. Please. You can't say Teddy Spaghetti three times or else. Don't mention his name. Posticle. A Ouija version of the stranger. Oh, that's fantastic. Hey. hey. Out of the mist and into the fog, it's Chuddle the Pod. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Chuddle the Pod, where two dads and a dope take a look at the curiously odd and macabre world of movies, mystery, and history. On today's episode, we, I don't know, dim the lights, light some candles, and break out our Ouija boards, because Sam and I got some segments for you. He's going to take you to a real gnarly uh, bit on that, and then we're going to jump over to a creepy file as well. As always, I'm joined by my beautiful co-occupant of the pod. Uh, You can follow him at Chuddle the Sam. Chuddle the Ross is not here tonight, but because of that, we have some very special guests. The return of two-thirds of the nightclub. Uh, we got over here, we got Grindhouse Zombie and our good man, Travis. Thanks for being here. That's yeah, so we last are... minute, too. We were a little, I was like, should we invite mm-hmm. those guys? Yeah, sure. I sent the message. You're like, when? I was like, oh, now? Bang. <laughs> Look at you. I was down to Chuddle. From, like, I'm born. I'm born ready to Chuddle, cuz. Mm-hmm. I hear we that. We love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, we're so we're so glad you could join us. Yeah, nothing says nightclub like right now. That's that's not that's got nightclub <laughs> right. And the spirit. This is the the night shuttle. We'll call it. Uh, I should have answered it a little bit differently. Mm. <laughs> we'll we'll get your theme and and we'll do a whole thing to it. But uh, no, we we got to wait for the the other two yeah. members that aren't here. Exactly. Uh, obviously, uh, shuttle the Ross is is gone for the night. Um, he has you know family duties to attend to. So we everybody's wish sick. Him yeah, luck with that. Same here. <laughs> got a and, deal. That's just how it goes. Right? <laughs> so I've heard. And then um, go ahead. Don't forget, you can always follow me at Chuddle the Brian with a Why? on Instagram and Slasher. Sam, I kind of jumped over you. How are you been? I mean, I know. How am I been? I've been how fine. Are, how are you been? <laughs> <laughs> I've been fine. So sort of same as before, cleaning up from the hurricane. Oh, sure. And other than that... Honestly, there really isn't any other than that that's still taking up most of my time. I believe but it. But not, not <laughs> so bad. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I mean, that's just thrown everything all crazy. Stuff's still coming. It's all it's sure all fun has. and crazy. Everything's all cattywampus. I know, uh, Grindhouse, you've seen some movies. You and I have seen Terrifier 2. Now, we're not going to talk like spoilers or anything crazy about that, but did you overall enjoy that experience? As I have labeled it, and to be honest, I've seen it twice now. I went back and saw Whoa, it again. shit. We talked about the first Terrifier, so I think that's free territory. Uh, the first time I saw it, mm-hmm. didn't really care for it, but admitted that I watched it wrong. Went back the second time, I watched it wrong. <laughs> I, 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 I'm at your mercy. I watched it wrong, and I freely admit it. Uh, the second Terrifier. So I've talked a little bit about getting out of horror for a while um, and like putting away my inner horror nerd and mm-hmm. how I how I shouldn't have done that. And when I took it back out of the closet, it was kind of shy and kind of meek and really didn't understand <laughs> the kind of the current place that horror is at. Right. So it took me a couple of years to get up to speed and to get mm. back into the real, into the jazz of horror. Mm. Um, I'm just going to say it right now for my chair. Terrifier two was a masterpiece. 
was an absolute masterpiece. I loved it. Everybody should go see it. Everybody should go support an indie horror at a theater. And I don't care if it's only got 14 seats in the middle of New York. Go see it. Spend your money. Like like Sam's always said, vote with your dollar. You know, um, horror needs this. And yeah. for this movie to be made for a quarter of a million dollars and to do, I think it was 1.2 in four Something days. Like, yeah, it was over a million. At, at one quarter of the theaters a normal release does, that's a... That's a $50 million movie doing $250 million at the box office. So, you know what? Uh, yeah. Um, I am all in, and I can't wait to see Terrifier 3, because he's talking. He's got enough material, so I am just salivating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And, I mean, I'll kind of echo in the sense that I, I do agree. If you are interested in Terrifier at all, uh, go and see it in the theater to support. That is 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 cool and something that was neat to do to see something so wild in the theater um i have i mean i i definitely enjoyed it i mean we're not like rating or anything like that but i enjoyed it and i think people who enjoyed the first one will definitely like this one and i mean i have my opinions on it but i'm trying to reserve those because it's still kind of fresh as of even recording this and oh, yeah. releasing this i would have so, loved to have seen it but as far as i can tell it's not planned anymore or not here <laughs> um yeah it, it might be doing weird things because like it was weird it like randomly wasn't playing like one day here but then picked up a few days after that again oh, like, maybe i don't know all that. this kind of crazy shit, i really so. do want to try and go it's been extended again into next weekend my all my local theaters have um friday saturday sunday showings again so mm, um that's what i've heard over here in lafayette louisiana um they're going to be playing it through the week every night at 7 30 so it's at least going to play through the week and i think like like grindhouse said also the weekend so yeah i hope i get to go see it i don't know if i will so far mm -hmm. it hasn't been any good luck but I, i'm looking forward to it and to hear grindhouse call it a masterpiece i'm like fuck yes i'm there <laughs> yeah i can't wait till we all are able to actually like talk about it and get get into Freely. it a little bit more for sure but i think that that was definitely a cool experience i mean it was it was very interesting i mean it was another one of my weird theater going experiences but out of all of them it kind of had a decent amount of people in there and it got me thinking because at one point there was like a group of four 13 year olds that came into the movie and were talking hmm. the majority of the time and left about like 45 minutes before it ended because they had to go do something else i i they were talking the about fuck? it i should have paid attention it was annoying as fuck but it got me thinking because the movie's not rated i don't know what the rules are on that were they allowed to just like get a oh, ticket to that and go into it <laughs> Te technically <laughs> like, yes yeah, yeah exactly wow. so i was like yeah there's there's Ind no... independent movie not submitted to the mpaa for a rating mm -hmm. so how they dodged that one, I, I'll be honest, I have no idea, <laughs> but they dodged it. And I, it, if you look at their box office totals, it was to their benefit. Incredible. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that got me thinking on that whole thing. But um, anyway, it sounds like, uh, you know, we're all excited for Terrifier or have seen it or people should go check it out for sure. Um, one other thing is to go ahead and follow all of us at Chuddle the Club. Chuddle the Club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. It's seeping it's in. Happening. It, I know. I was like, oh my God, I got to remember to say theirs. Follow the nightclub. Get all their information there. Go listen to their podcast. Check out all their episodes if you haven't already. I mean, if you're a Chuddlehead, go over, start with our episode, and then work your way from there because I guarantee you're going to have a good time with their stuff. Uh, very, I mean, similar shit to what we do here. So mm -hmm. it's definitely awesome. And then us at Chuddle the Pod on Instagram and on Slasher where you, you can, you know, get probably the latest information. But pro actually, 
the quickest yeah. where we're really into it is down into our discord that's where yes. shit goes down and you're hearing about it you know on in the moment getting absolutely those, sam will yell at you if you're talking in the wrong discord. channel oh, yeah well ricky will back me up ricky's exactly. the fucking enforcer that shit was yeah, we got an enforcer now <laughs> yeah man <laughs> shit's yeah. going down there it's a real fun time in there so jump down in the discord there's a link down below for that and don't forget about our very real patreon where you can get oh, all yeah. sorts of exclusive shuttle the pod content including past episodes that are no longer available stickers special discord titles and much more uh we got going on and more things to come as we're kind of working that out and planning that out you know i think this episode when this episode drops you're gonna still have time to jump on that exclusive pre-order for our uh shuttle the pod t-shirt oh yeah that's uh, right so so get over to that uh there'll, there'll be links for all that below you could be be a part of history with the very first mm -hmm. shuttle the pod t-shirt that'll that'll go away after this and in case you forget all this you know you can do you can just go over to shuttle the pod oh sorry <laughs> yeah no good <laughs> Oh, no, please, me. please. Oh I was God. trying to think of a way to make it a joke, so that worked perfectly. Ross's, <laughs> Perfect. Ross's spirit was just fucking, I was feeling him. I was I was blessed with, with, with Senor Purvis. <laughs> I could feel the Purvis flowing through you. So for all the info you could ever need, jump over there. And so tonight, we kind of briefly talked about it. We're going to get into the Ouija shit right after we take a quick break. Dot com. Ed Gein. And we're back. Thank you so much to our kind sponsor for those lovely words of encouragement and praise and as we said before the break we're going to get into our segments tonight two main segments all focusing around a wigga board and i said that uh -huh. purposely wrong mm. <laughs> i don't know there's wrong on purposely wrong it, that that was on purpose too there's a that was I don't on know, purposely was, wrong too yeah Go ahead. it's all on purposely wrong i don't know there's a funny youtube video of someone like pronouncing the way people spell Ouija board incorrectly, and I've always had that in my mind. So that's what we're getting mm. into. Uh, well, no, we're not getting into that. <laughs> we're getting into the mispronunciation of Ouija board. Sam is going to start <laughs> us off with the real gnarly segment. Sorry for this like long tirade in the beginning of your segment here. Fuck you, Brian. Right? I'm just going to ruin Actually, you know what? Sam's not going <laughs> to talk tonight. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> I wanted to bring you here to... Uh... All right, so let's go kick it off to another real gnarly bit. Yo, all right, boys, we are going to talk about Ouija boards in the history of the Ouija board itself. Um, I guess best place to start is our own histories with Ouija boards. Uh, I'll start, give you guys a second. I pretty sure I played them some maybe in middle school probably at like sleepovers and we got freaked out or whatever mm -hmm. had our fun but I never really was too concerned with it or had much experience but they're cool they look cool there's a cool vibe about them um that's all I have really I huh, I haven't had much experience I don't think I've ever actually done any sort of session or Scared. anything with the, no I've well <laughs> as of recently <laughs> it's not i'm not allowed to ha bring one into the house so i can't even oh. like play around when uh with my wife won't just won't allow it she, not that she necessarily believes she's just like i ain't fucking mm -hmm. with it so <laughs> like ain't testing those waters so i'm like fine yes. okay but before that i don't think i ever for whatever reason was around one to do it interesting and i for whatever reason didn't buy one as interested as i always was I don't know. So, unfortunately, I don't have a, a fun history with them. I wish I did. 
Boo. I still want to. I still want to. Maybe after tonight. We'll see. We'll see. Well, I can remember being a kid. Like we'd go to say like Target, right? And mm-hmm. as a kid, you could pick up like once a month. You walk in there, hey, pick up a new game, and you'd go through there, and it's like you've already got sorry, you've already got trouble, you've already got everything else, and it was like, oh, what's this? You know, and the parents didn't really pay attention, and then you bring it home, and you discover that it's not really that much of a game i mean it's <laughs> right. more of a i mean it's like what spirit can i conjure tonight you know and yeah. and when i was a kid when my parents figured that out then it was like nope that's gone you know my my not religious never went to church parents were like nope nope just it's gone it's history later in life and i think it was in middle school i had a an art teacher who brought in a ouija board for the class and then the art project was who could make the coolest planchette for the Ouija board. Oh, wow. That was, that was the she project. She was into some weird shit. Oh, she, yes, she was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need a child's planchette. <laughs> yeah, that, that, she was yeah, definitely a I'm, witch. Yeah, at, at some point, That's I'm sure. Cool. That one, of, one of the kids in the class got sacrificed for something. Planchette um, of the innocence. Ooh. Yeah, and then just going on in life and then eventually having kids of my own. And, and to be honest, I have no idea where it came from, but we had, a, as my daughter called it, the Ouija board. What's an Ouija huh. board? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and... So a long time ago, some of her friends, they took it out and they wanted to play with it and they were, they were scared. So I had to sit with them and I, we were talking earlier and I, because I'm me, I was like, well, we're going to do this. I get to screw with them, you know? So I ended up gluing, gluing some magnets to the bottom of everything. And then I was able to slide underneath the table and move the planchette around with my knee. And (laughs) it seemed like a good idea at first until I had three girls that were like eight years old that couldn't sleep. And then it was yeah. not fun at all. Yeah. And then two or one of them was never allowed back. But, <laughs> but yeah. So, I mean, the Ouija board, I mean, it, the most commercialized ability oh, yeah. to conjure the dead ever. Well, no There's doubt about Satan that. for a bargain, cuz. Exactly. For $9.99. Thank you, Parker Brothers or Milton Bradley or whoever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Parker Brothers had, it's been sold to a lot mm-hmm. of different toy companies throughout the years, the rights and stuff. I actually took out the names of them in the times that happened just because it happens so often. Oh, wow. Okay. But Travis, we didn't hear you. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh I thought we were just rolling because. Uh, yeah, what's your Ouija yeah. boards? Yeah. Yes, sir. Knew about it through pop culture. Um, finally got one around middle school. I had a friend. She was a witch uh, practicing as much as someone in middle school could practice to be a witch. Sure. But right. she had a lot of books. Um, so she was doing research and she had all the little like totems you'd see on, I guess, like a witch's fucking table, all the ritualistic <laughs> items and shit. So it was dope to see that. And yeah. we we fucked with a Ouija board. And that's when the like, hmm, no, this isn't how this works, because, I mean, you can feel it being pushed, whatever. So that that was like the one experience. But I still loved it as a, uh, I guess, a magic item or a witch's item mm-hmm. throughout watching mm-hmm. horror films and i kind of dig the badass nature of what the ouija board you know is all about what it can do and not to get too into it but this thing goes way back in time so it it, it does have a history to it um it but, can i actually don't go that far but the whole communing with the dead through like uh this type of writing i for, forget what it's called right now but yeah oh, the writing i, I, mean, I don't know they used to call way, it a talking way, board, though. Way, way back. Yeah. Well, and talking board, spirit board, all that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That cool fucking name, too. Mm-hmm. I like Ouija board. I don't know what it means, but also shout out to Ouija we'll part out. two. 
that movie's dope as fuck. I forget the subtitle to it, but get spooked by a Ouija board and that shit. In China, <laughs> they had something kind of similar to a Ouija board going back centuries. Mm-hmm. There's always been a fascination with, you know, communing with the dead and different ways to do it. So the first few advertisements for a Ouija board appeared in 1891. Ouija, the wonderful talking board. Mm. Initially, the mysterious oracle, as it was marketed, was marketed as a party game uh, or to spark a romance between couples. So it's like there'd be, you know, this is think, think of the time frame. It's, you know, turn of the century 19 to become 1900, not the most recent turn of the century. And uh, so a lot of the advertisements were like a boy and a girl sitting with like their knees together and the, the board across them. And they're kind of touching their fingers with the planchette because that shit's going to go off. Yeah, go ahead. So, <laughs> so the idea is got, that they're still trying to talk to the, they're still trying to talk to the dead, but they're like, but you get close and you like, it's get not really, doing it. It's not really a talking to the dead thing. It's more like a, ma- to... a magic eight ball or something. Okay, so it, okay, so it's you're just, just asking questions of... and talking. Yeah, or well, okay, actually, I... sorry, there are some, a lot of seances with it. But talking with the dead is not viewed as a bad thing. It, well, I I meant in no the terms of like I guess of this advertisement. Are they advertising it as a way? It's like oh yeah, just uh, no. Ask no. about your future, but you can get cuddly with someone doing it. It's meant to really hook you up. I don't know. The advertisement that I read about did not say they advertise them for communicating with the dead, but they that, advertise them for the fucking plenty of that. Seance sexual ritual, cause I mean, bro. I mean, there's <laughs> probably some version. I don't know if that was the Milton Bradley one. I didn't know they were getting freaky with this thing. That's awesome. Get get freaky with the Ouija board. <laughs> get freaky with the Ouija sounds like a corn song or something. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, no. I would almost think in the late 1800s, being alone in a room with a boy would be more frowned upon than trying to contact the dead. So. buy a ouija board get laid that is because uh the 1800s spiritualism became very popular uh Mm -hmm. i'm probably gonna do a whole segment on like spiritualism and the shit that they did but essentially it would it spiritualism was the ability or the belief that the dead are able to communicate with the living Mm -hmm. that's spiritualism and it did not have the stigma that it does today. You could host seances in your parlor one night and go to church the, church the next night. Um, it was a wholesome activity. No one was worried about summoning a demon or opening a hell mouth. It was just <sighs> That's, a simpler that was the time. <laughs> they just did this all well, really nilly, about, and ultimately you know, they opened a hell mouth. And that just, a, <laughs> once you open one just hell came mouth, from horror writers later that were like, you know, it'd be cool. A hell mouth. <laughs> Let's make, yeah. What if Mel- this opened a hell mouth? Mel's hole? Hell mouth? I don't know. Mel's um, hell <laughs> mouth. Mel's hole mouth. In 1886, Charles Kennard of Baltimore, Maryland, read about a sensation in Ohio that, for all intents and purposes, was the Ouija board as we know it. It had the board, letters, planchette. I mean, it wasn't exactly the same, but it was close. And it was a trend no one on... No one had capitalized on yet. 
So Kennard figured he would do that. In 1890, he got together a group of investors to start the Kennard Novelty Company to start making and selling the boards. The company formed the day before Halloween, 132 years ago. Ooh, well, that sounds like some fucking deep cuts Halloween lore right now, son. Yeah. God damn. Well, they didn't have a name yet. It's funny that you mentioned you didn't know what Ouija meant. It, they didn't have a name. It was just a talking board or a spirit board used by people just you know made them on the side mm-hmm. uh there was actually a guy initially that canard was selling them with who was a uh who made caskets and on the side made the spirit boards and i was like oh i want one of those guys that guy's caskets spirit boards that that's how you cool help the hell. dead people communicate they have to have the fucking ouija board ingrained in the side of their fucking forever box like that, that's <laughs> yeah. what you need right on the top of it like on the mm-hmm. inside so if you uh, and you, when you go and visit the gravesite, you're actually talking to them. The, the, oh, that's that how is, I want to be buried. That's that right. Such a good idea. We it's need to go into us. the mortuary business. Well, I mm-hmm. just bought I just bought a laser engraver to go with my wood shop. So what I'm going to start all doing? coming together. I'm gonna I'm gonna build coffins, but there's gonna be a panel in the top, and when you die, you take that <laughs> panel out and put the Ouija board panel in, and then it's just like putting a cell nice. phone in your pocket when you're dead. I take it. <laughs> <laughs> That afterworld energizer that keeps going and going. (laughs) So the name. Uh, Some people actually, I get, I've, I've read that some people thinks it, thinks it is like yes, yes from French we and what German ja, Um, Mm. but it's not. (laughs) One of the investors' sisters was a medium, a very talented medium, supposedly. And she asked the board what its name was, and the board spelled out O U J I A I J A. It's spelled Ouija. It's spelled Ouija. Okay. And uh, she asked, What does that mean? And it wrote out, Good luck. And then broke communication. <laughs> So it's kind of ominous to me. I don't know if it <laughs> I don't means know good luck or if it was saying like a, good luck. Good good start. Start. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, exactly. That's spooky, right? Uh, the medium later said that she was wearing a locket with a picture of a woman in it. And above the woman's head was the name Ouija written. So she may have just been wearing this necklace with mm-hmm. that written in it and wrote it down. <laughs> On the board. Uh, so, uh, they want to sell this board, make a ton of mo- money off of it. That's the whole goal. But they need a patent on it in order to do that. So, in order to get a patent, they had to prove that the Ouija board actually worked. So, the investors, the talented sister medium... Mm-hmm. They go to the patent office, and the patent office guy's like, "All right, you want to sell me on this? You don't know my name. I'm not wearing a name tag. It's not on my desk. None of that. If you can, if this thing can guess my name, then I'll go ahead and give you the pat." They're like, "All right, well, go ahead. Let's do this." And they go, spelling it out. They spell, I don't know, something easy. S A M. And the guy's like, holy shit, that's my name. And it was his name. And they actually spelled, 
spelled his name with the Ouija board, and everybody at the patent office, I imagine, was losing their fucking minds, like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. <laughs> and yeah. they got the patent. They couldn't explain how it worked, just that it did work, and they were able to patent the Ouija board. <laughs> now, one of the investors was a patent attorney, and it is possible that he may have known the guy's name. <laughs> Without oh. that guy knowing it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Motherfucker. I mean, we br- don't know were, that for sure, but it's You were I bringing mean, the foul possible. magic, and then you fucking just swiped it all away. It's kind of what I do. It's the well, true true, though. It's I was going to say, I actually do have a patent, and I've seen what it takes, and spelling somebody's name, was other than my own correctly, was not part of it. So, <laughs> wow. I dig that. Oh. Uh, yeah, get, getting a patent... You know, in 1891 or whatever was probably, Yeah, I guess all you had to do is like, watch, I can make this board spell your name. (laughs) Yeah, you probably could have patented a stick back then. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) This stick cures toothaches, I swear. Yeah, watch. (laughs) See? (laughs) Knock that bitch out. Oh, you could actually. There was all sorts of insane products back in the day. Those would be fun boiled downs to do. Just like. These oh, crazy things that existed. The late eighteen hundreds <laughs> patents. Oh, that would be fantastic. I, I, I would have a ball fun. with that. I would have a ball. We'll look into that. Okay. So with this patent, they get this patent, and the Canard Novelty Company is fucking off to the races, right? By eighteen ninety two, they went from one factory in Baltimore to two in Baltimore, two in New York, two in Chicago, and one in London. That's in one year. Now, the population of the uh, population, popularity of the Ouija (laughs) board is going to rise and fall um, during hard times in America. It saw a surge in World War I and then again in the 20s during Prohibition. It also, in 1944, a New York department store sold 50,000 Ouija boards in less than six months. In 1967, uh, when we were sending more troops to Vietnam, it was the summer of love. There were race riots in uh, Newark, Detroit, Minneapolis, and Milwaukee. And that year, they sold more than oh, more than two million boards were sold, which beat Monopoly that year. Which is the only time a board game Whoa. has outsold Monopoly in a single year. Wow! Uh, so America was hungry for fucking Ouija boards, dude. Yeah, and again at this point. It's still kind of considered wholesome. Um, I, I Norman, it was so all American. Norman Rockwell illustrated a man and a woman with a Ouija board on their knees on the cover, like with a Ouija board on their knees, like we we're kind of talking about those romance things, and that was on the cover of the Saturday Evening Post. Norman Norman Rockwell, really? Yeah. No shit. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all need to post that fucking photo on the socials. Oh yeah, he's the king of the fire trucks and little kids being pulled in wagons. I mean, it, wow. He's all American, cuz. That's incredible. (laughs) Wow. So what's funny is I actually didn't look up the photo, but I did read about it in a couple places. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just think it's incredible. Um, This whole thing, like the rise and the fall, the popularity, the coinciding with all the bad fucking shit going on in the country. Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, it lends itself in two different perspectives. The real perspective of like people are fucking down on their luck or experiencing this trauma, the whole nation together, you're looking for an out and escape. Oh, yeah. Well, 
during war, especially Vietnam, World War II, World War One, and then spiritualism uh, really came about during the Civil War when that became popular. Because um, everybody's dying. Everybody you know is dying. So you're just trying to like communicate. And lifespans aren't very long. Half your kids are going to live. Like all that fucking shit. So that's how spiritualism became popular, you know? People just died a lot. You wanted to be able to talk to them. So I looked up this uh, Norman Rockwell illustration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, shit. It, it, it might be the creepiest fucking thing I've ever seen in my oh entire my life. Grindhouse, share it to the Discord. See, everyone uh, jump on Shuttle the Discord. You got to oh see shit like go. this. God, uh, it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> I mean... It... <laughs> I'll look it up on my phone. That all-American Ouija board. It is. Oh, is it so fantastic? Okay. Uh, I hear the Hulk Hogan 80s theme music playing uh, like. Oh, shit. I just popped it in there. Uh, I don't it. <laughs> talk about the bringing couples together. I think you can oh. figure out what this guy's got on his mind. Oh, my Holy God. shit. <laughs> that dude looks like fucking Pennywise, man. You're going to fucking uh, Ouija yes. and chill. Yeah, that, exactly. That is. <laughs> That is the pre-Pennywise right there. Oh, wow. Wow. That is incredible. Oh, that's fantastic. It. It's kind of creepy. I, I, Good job, Norman Rockwell. You sexy bastard. That is amazing. You think this image is copywritten? Because I smell another shirt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I can't. I think you should do it. <laughs> well, just just sort of her looking up to the stars, like like asking a question, and he's looking across the board at her Sec- chest. Yeah, but like he's looking at a T-bone steak. Oh, he's, he's leering for yes. sure. Yeah. Oh my, that's that Absolutely. that's that raw primal shit. Cause they doing yeah. it, and oh. she she is either fed up with it or kind <laughs> of into it. I can't tell. Exactly. It's one or the other. Well, I think she's I, I think she's asking the Ouija board whether she How should cool be fed it. up or into it. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's waiting for an answer. <laughs> she's just moving them down to goodbye. Which we <laughs> haven't even talked about what they look like or what's on them. It's got the alphabet, yes, no, zero through nine, and then goodbye, usually at the bottom. Because apparently one of the so there's a lot of different superstitions about how you're supposed to use them. Some people say that you have to say goodbye before you go, and the spirit needs to say goodbye back to you. So that's why. Yes. Otherwise, that that's one thing I do know. Otherwise, you leave the door open. Yes. Always close the session. Always uh, fucking close your session. Yep. There you go. This is this is forever tainted my vision of Norman Rockwell. Wow. <laughs> I, I love it. I think I'm I'm more yeah. into him now than ever. God, that guy yeah, really is. He time. is looking at her. He's moving her towards yes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Jesus. Yeah, the Ouija board just spelled out fellatio, and then he's moving it towards yes. Wow. <laughs> what don't we know? How... Man, Ouija boards were just used to hook up for like uh, <laughs> the first. It was the first years, dating app. First 80 years. <laughs> the first dating app. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that haunted dating app bro oh you know kids too also were like like does so-and-so like me mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. all right oh god yes oh god oh, yes. yeah yep yep yeah it's like picking petals but with the fucking the the, mm-hmm. the demons mm-hmm. yeah yeah my middle school class that's exactly what it was it was does so-and-so right. want to hook oh yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. yep so the, it's been going great for a while. 
we're going to hear a couple stories now that start to give it a bad rep, but it's still like going strong. It's no big deal. 1920 In 1920, uh, National Wire Services reported that citizen detectives were using the, the board to try and solve crimes. Um, so not bad necessarily, but <laughs> starting to get spiritual again because it definitely had kind of lost that as it was marketed as a game. You could be you could be tried with a Ouija board too? Well, no, police were not into this. This was oh, like, okay. I imagine these are the people now who like, there's somebody missing, and so everybody's all these citizen detectives on their computers trying to figure out what happened. There's whole <laughs> communities of these people, you know, about this. That's kind of what I imagine was happening, but with Ouija boards, or it was just like two guys in Cleveland that were like, "We know how to solve it." But in the in the 1920s, though, there's a lot of people on their computers trying to. Well, I, the okay. type of person. Oh, yeah, the, just the, the same type of guy. The that's citizen like on soldier. His Ouija board. Yeah. Yeah. The true it's crime like, lover. It was the first dating app, and now it's also the fir- the first online form, but with, with but again, again, with right. demons. In 1921, the New York Times reported that a Chicago, Chicago woman sent to a psychiatric hospital told her doctors that she wasn't suffering from mania, but Ouija spirits. This Ouija spirits had told her to leave her mother's dead body in the living room for 15 days before burying her in the backyard. That is that is correct. That's what you do. That's how you do it. Starting to get a little worse as far as uh, bad reputation because of bad spirits and stuff. This hasn't really been around, you know. And then in 1921, just a year later. Oh, wait, no, that was the last one. Sorry. In 1930, two women in Buffalo, New York, murdered another woman because of messages they got from the Ouija board. So now it's starting to get not so pretty um but again i there's no we haven't had a satanic panic yet or any of that type of stuff which trials are long behind them so the it it's not great for the ouija board but it's still very popular obviously i mean what like 37 years later it sells 2 million boards and beats out monopoly um but it it's it's coming up in the ether i guess is all i'm getting at but like I said, or was just saying, it's loved. There was even an episode of I Love Lucy where they hosted a seance using a Ouija board. Oh. Um, just for S's and G's. <laughs> what ruined the reputation of the Ouija board, you might ask? What ruined the reputation of the Ouija board? <laughs> In 1973, The Exorcist came out, and it scared the shit out of people. And... <laughs> In the movie, Reagan was possessed by a demon after playing with a Ouija board by herself. So, it was one of those movies that was just such a sensation pop culture thing that it, mm-hmm. I mean, it was like the white, it was like the Bronco after OJ mm-hmm. went on his getaway drive. But, interestingly enough, it didn't kill it, it just changed it. Now it's got this demon devil association to it. It, it's still selling, not as much, but it is still selling, just for different reasons and maybe to different people. Certainly not the church-going crowd anymore. Uh, it had become viewed as the tool of the devil, and many Christian groups uh, protested it, actually, or have, like, Ouija-burning parties and stuff. When we were in the in the early 90s, I think 
Milton Bradley or Parker, whoever had it at that time. I I kind of skipped it, but it is sold to def- many different toy companies throughout its existence. But anyway, the, there was a version... I remember commercials when we were kids that were like, you're pushing it. No, you're pushing it. Stop. Like, it was kind of like a fun kids 90s commercial, you know, that had nothing to do with any of this crazy stuff. So that's how it got its bad name, The Exorcist. That's really all there is to it. And then it's become adopted by horror since then. And we've seen it all over horror and sort of become an icon for that type of thing now. Mm -hmm. Now... Do we think Ouija boards really work? or What does science say? <laughs> I'll hazard a guess. It's no. So, what, nope. the Ouija boards work on a principle known as idi- idiometer or idiometer mm-hmm. uh, phenomenon. The phenomenon is a psychological pho- phenomenon wherein a subject makes motions unconsciously. Kind of as simple as that. Today, uh, scientists are conducting experiments with Ouija boards, which is kind of cool, but not to like prove spirits are real. It's to study the different levels of consciousness and like try and figure out, you know, conscious, subconscious, non-con, da, 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 all the different ways to look at and study it. So they're using it from a, I guess, psychological perspective. One of the most interesting things I thought was uh, one study where they when they ask participants verbally a question, just a random question, their ability to get it right was about 50% of the time, which is apparently normal result for guessing, about Mm -hmm. 50%. But when they answered using the board and not verbally, uh, they answered correctly upwards of 65% of the time. Ghosts. Yeah, so does this mean our (laughs) non-conscious minds are smarter? Or were they helped from beyond the grave? Mm-hmm. You decide. Yeah. I love that. That's Fucking it. A. That's Ouija boards. 15% <laughs> though. That's not statistically insignificant. No, no not at all. a hell of a lot. Wow. And also, I love how horror once again fucking changed and crafted something in our modern day. And yeah, I love that mm-hmm. we adopted that shit too. We. <laughs> <laughs> we, us. The horror community. Yeah. No, I speak for every fucking body, goddammit. <laughs> Take that, Norman Rockwell. Yeah, you bitch. But I love you. Well, after looking at that last Norman Rockwell painting, I <laughs> I tell you what, I think we've all got the wrong impression of Norman Rockwell. We have to like, <laughs> you, you might have to deep do a deep dive on him and look at all the rest of his paintings because oh that goodness. one <laughs> that'd be fun. That one is saying, Hey honey, I'm gonna get up on you tonight. That's what Norman, it's saying. Norman Rockwell no had doubt. a visceral dark side with the uh, with a little bit of the horniness thrown Clearly. in. There. Literally. Clearly. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if all the cute puppies and the fire engines meant something different. <laughs> oh just, no. Like no. I wanna I wanna start looking now because yeah. Don't taint America. Don't do maybe, it. Maybe maybe breakfast and a Sunday at the lunch taint counter America. meant something different. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> taint ourselves a goddamn no. Ouija boards. All right, so there it is. There's there's our little segment on Ouija boards, and I guess Sam's, you know, you know the 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 history and the the facts behind them. So before we get into the you know mysterious and weird shit behind it too, so we're gonna jump over yeah. to my segment, a creepy file, right after this quick break. Ed Gein. And we're back. Thank you so much to our kind sponsor for those lovely words of encouragement. And as we said before the break, we're gonna jump right into our creepy file of the night so i think we'll just get 
right on into it. March 24th, 2009. Darren Evans logs onto the paranormal website, True Ghost Tales, and posts the following. My name is Darren, and I am from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm currently 40 years old and have held a fascination with the occult since an early age. I have had many bizarre experiences with Ouija boards, and I am writing this as a warning to people that bad things can happen because of these portals. It's time to take a seat around the digital campfire as we dive into the creepy files. Tonight's creepy file was uh, spawned from this original post on this forum from Darren Evans, and that's mainly what I'm pulling from, and then we'll talk about some other shit related to it. So I tried to keep, you know, not, I, we're not talking about like, you know, the history of the mystery, the history of the mystery of the Ouija and, and all that spooky stuff. This is one specific story that I found, which, you know, oh, interesting cool. enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next on the post, he goes on about how Ouija boards are not, you know, they're not toys, even though they're sold that way and marketed that way. He goes and says, Parker Brothers doesn't care if a demon possesses you or if you come under some type of attack from something you know nothing about. And then again, more about how they are not toys. So I don't know. Okay. What, I don't know what you're saying. Sam, like Sam's segment. Well, I mean, <laughs> hey, maybe I, maybe everything I read was wrong. Maybe you got it all wrong. Well, maybe it wasn't just why. a bunch of, <laughs> bunch of people looking to capitalize on a trend. I'm starting to get turned around on this. Keep going, Brian. All right, I will. Well, Darren goes on to say, During my experiences with Ouija boards, one particular spirit always seemed compelled to make its presence known. Its name is Zozo. Today, I refuse to even pronounce its name as I believe the mere pronunciation of it can cause it to manifest itself. Too many times to count, it has first pretended to be a nice spirit or pretended to be whomever I was trying to contact. But eventually it showed its true self, cussing me, threatening me and other pre others present in the room. Once it actually cussed me using what looked like Latin or Hebrew, and using biblical terminology. I was genuinely fascinated and startled by how many times Zozo showed up, even in many different states and many different Ouija boards. It always wound up being very nasty and commented freely about how it wanted to possess my girlfriends and take them to paradise. <laughs> when asked where paradise was, it spelled H-E-L-L double hockey sticks. One time, after Zozo was being extremely evil, I walked into my bathroom, only to see my one-year-old daughter about to drown. Her mother had left her alone in the tub, just for a second, and somehow the water got turned on and was overflowing. Instinctively, she had her face tilted up and was seconds from going under when I grabbed her from the water. The next day, she was hospitalized by some weird internal infection and was put in isolation for 14 days straight as doctors tried to diagnose the illness. We almost lost her. That was when I began to suspect demonic attack. That reads like a metal album, some metal album lyrics right there. Well, yeah, you'll see. You'll, and if you were to look at this guy, he, he does look like, I mean... A, a metal yeah. dude of the time um and <laughs> i i think he lives in his mom's basement he does a lot of meth and the voices he was hearing was his mother telling him to get <laughs> bats but i mean it i could be wrong 
oh, playing shit. with his Ouija board, all his girlfriends he keeps talking about. Yeah, and that yeah. and that four that fourteen days that was Child Protective Services doing an evaluation. That's yeah, what that yeah. fourteen days was. <laughs> so, so so it's like that Led Zeppelin album, cause uh, wow, oh boy, yeah, yeah. Here we yeah, we'll get into Zozo. it, but yeah, Zozo is uh, this this entity. What a bozo, am I right? Okay. <laughs> now as far as i can tell he's also explaining it like zozo is a teddy situation and that like he feels like he can't if the more he says the name it will manifest itself so i mean if we keep i'm gonna be saying zozo a bunch tonight so i hope nothing happens right zozo. but then zozo. if you say it enough with zozo. teddy he becomes friendly so maybe right. zozo is the same way exactly zozo. well we'll we'll get into zozo. some of the other stuff i watched zozo. like a bunch of like zozo. I, I watch some things on Zozo. I guess you really love Zozo as the, the I don't know what the mascot for Mazda Zoom Zoom now. Yeah, I, do. <laughs> I could get down on it. Zozo. Oh yes. So then Evans uh, then says that during this time his girlfriend was in some sort of trance-like state. She wasn't acting like her normal caring self. He says instead she was mean and withdrawn. And at some point. Zozo had told Darren that he was going to possess her and eat her soul. So this happens over like a long period of time, this whole, I guess, leading up to the point where he posts this story, this, you know, his account. Of okay. So he also like, mentions, here's all the shit that's been happening. Yeah. And this is like years. Well, you'll see. You'll, I, will, I actually don't know the amount of time that goes by, but it seems like based on what he describes happening, a lot of time does go by between events and through you know how you know how like long years. zozo comes around could be okay he also mentions he was working on recording music for a future rock rock project so yeah mm. this is where yeah we come into like the the metally type stuff and jokingly he says he asked zozo what he should name the band because i guess he's got a nice relationship he's like this demon creature said it's gonna yeah. possess and eat my girlfriend's soul and like put my daughter in the hospital but i'm gonna ask its uh <laughs> opinion on a band name because i mean that is a pretty good source for a band name uh, absolutely <laughs> yes if you have the opportunity ask yeah, your if local if, Zozo. If, if you're a dude bro with a, a demon, demon yeah, yeah get all of the insight you can <laughs> <laughs> zozo spelled out iron tongue Ooh. So yeah, that which sounds is like a uh... pretty sweet. Yeah, and Darren thought so too. He writes, "It's spelled Iron Tongue," which at the time I thought was pretty cool. Only later, when my daughter's tongue swelled up in the hospital to the point of asphyxiation, <laughs> I realized that this wasn't cool at all. The Bro. tongue became rock hard and distorted her face, swelling up to where it hung grotesquely from her mouth. Ah. We took turns bedside at the hospital for what seemed like forever before my daughter began to recover from this strange affliction. So yeah, so it's like, I'll give you a fucking band name. <laughs> I feel like it does. Does he keep talking to Zozo? Or did, did he learn his lesson finally? Because this Well, that's the like thing we're a... going to learn about Darren. I don't think Darren learns his lesson. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, be... I suppose a better better iron tongue than stainless prostate. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Uh, like, yeah, this guy, he's not getting the message, is he? <laughs> yeah, there could he's have been a, a lot thick. of... He's a little yeah. thick. Because, yeah, he pretty much keeps kind of... Uh, he does keep poking at Zozo because Evans does continue <laughs> talking about... Well, I don't know at which point, like he's still poking or he poked enough that Zozo's just <laughs> hanging around now and just like part of the, you know, sure. part, part of the of family. Hanging out. Yeah. Cause Evans continues talking about how when like even guests would stay over, they would hear and see 
things moving around here voices talking at night all this kind of weird crazy shit he even says that there were nights where he and his girlfriend uh would be woken up by like an evil laughter or at, in a few instances he says one night uh he woke up to what felt like he was being choked for like 30 seconds and then i guess the next night his girlfriend felt the same way so i don't think he mentioned really contacting zozo and then this happening Zozo's zozo just hanging around yeah he- Zozo's into auto erotic asphyxiation. Mm-hmm. Isn't there about to take him to paradise? Yeah, exactly. That's what he said. <laughs> Goddamn incubus, man. The Zozo is the incubus. Uh, one evening, Darren and his brother were out on his back porch talking about uh, this apparent curse on the family when Darren exclaimed, I rebuke this curse in the name of Jesus Christ. And apparently at this moment, uh, immediately there's like a thunderous boom. And, and Darren says to this day, he believes whatever made that noise cause the disturbances to go away for a while (laughs) yeah so this isn't the end of zozo but but whenever this happened he's like there's a loud boom my neighbors came out they were like did you guys hear that what was that he's like i went on my roof there was nothing there i don't know okay jumped through a hell mouth or something well i don't know (laughs) something happened and scared zozo away yeah maybe that's the sound of a hell mouth (laughs) opening or closing yeah, yeah yeah he's like i'm out can't deal with that shit because he got and they flew off at the speed of sound yeah it was still his fed up mother and that's just when she had a heart attack and fell over and died oh. yeah. yeah this guy's got this guy's got living in my mom's basement meth head just uh, all over it but i'm i'm trying to be supportive i really <laughs> Well, his girlfriend breaks up with him and he meets meets someone online that lives in Michigan. So Darren (laughs) decides to move up there to be with her. Uh, At the time, she didn't believe in ghosts. So Darren, (laughs) Darren decides to poke at Zozo again. It's like, you don't believe in ghosts? You dummy, I'll show you. And he decides that he's going to print out a Ouija board from the internet and and show her what's up, basically. (laughs) Zozo. So indeed. Which Darren says this. To my horror, Zozo returned. It said it came from cyberspace, and when I asked it where it lived, it spelled Skull Necklace. We didn't think much of this until I asked it again where it was, this time spelling Mirror. There was only one mirror in the bedroom where we were crouched on the floor and i heard a scream coming from her seven-year-old niece who was watching us from another watching us with another young friend this is where his storytelling is the best we looked up at the mirror and saw the skull necklace swaying back and forth with glowing eyes looking down at us my new girlfriend's son had hung the necklace on one of the posts of the waterbed hours before i downloaded the paperboard waterbed by the way so i mean that <laughs> yeah that it's pretty sweet that is we I almost jumped out of our skin I, I had one in high school <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> for same. some reason all the cool I, guys did yeah. i don't know why it's just when you're like 13 it seems like the coolest thing you could have like, i love the waterbed dude made of yeah. water the thing was after a long time like i had like it had to be heated or whatever or at least kept to some range like my thing like something broke on it so the water was always freezing cold that i was sleeping on so it sucked anyway that's You're real goth right yeah just, that's that yeah. hell mouth water because so uh, yeah okay so like 
the new, my new girlfriend's son had hung the necklace on one of the posts of the waterbed. We almost jumped out of our skin, and almost three feet of fresh snow had fallen that night. We had all found ourselves in the front yard, not knowing what to do. Scared and frozen in terror. <laughs> yeah, so they got real scared, ran outside, even though there was three feet of fresh fallen snow, and were just, like, hanging out. So my girlfriend was so fascinated, she drove 40 miles to purchase a new glow-in-the-dark Ouija board, much to my dismay. Just, oh, so this is so now he's somewhat like, modern, the story. Uh, yes. Well, he posted it in 2009. I don't know, think I mentioned that, but yeah. So from what I, I understand, know, I did at the beginning. Yeah. Glowing that. So, uh, Ouija board. The last thing I read on who owns the companies, whoever had the rights, sold the rights to the classic Ouija board because they were only going to start manufacturing them glow in the dark style. Okay. Um. So two different companies make them. One makes a glow in the dark one, and the other one makes one more oh, traditional. Wow. I guess <laughs> that's yes. fucking and, dope. And common sense says, after three feet of snow, you know what I should do? I should drive forty miles to get a new Ouija board. That's yeah. exactly <laughs> what I would do. I really yeah, want to contact this, this Zozo again. Yeah. yeah in this the is dark. Fucking awesome. Better Aaron's get my Zozo. down with Zozo. Zozo. Zozo's cousin. Bitch. You will heal yeah. me. Hail Zozo. <laughs> Yeah, Hells Algo. Oh, disease. Get some Z boys, <laughs> Go listen to Chuddle the Nightclub. That's where we talk. Getting block. some Zalgo type shit over there. Yeah, All right. for real. The next night, they have another session in the same room. And of course, uh, our buddy shows up. Zozo shows up. He comes to Colin. But this time, it's Darren's girlfriend's nieces that are using the planchette. So they basically set up like, they're like, we're going to test if it's real. I don't know. They're going to fuck around with Zozo again. Basically, Darren would write like a color or a shape or a word on a piece of paper, crumple up that piece of paper and throw it to the ground. Then the girls would ask Zozo what's on the paper and it would get spelled out on the Ouija board. Then I believe his girlfriend would pick up the paper and see that it was correct. And oh, crazy. <laughs> yeah. But then one night we asked the board if the spirit would show itself it spelled yes and told me to turn out the lights and take a picture of the necklace above the board i did just that and what turned out is eerie to say the least on the upper left hand corner of the picture you can plainly see winged skeletons flying about and they are of the exact same weird shape of this skateboarder skeleton necklace i i, I don't know <laughs> like a pal <laughs> towards the middle you can make out hideous faces i've seen at least four evil faces in this picture i took this picture about six years ago people have stolen it off paranormal websites claiming they took it when i know truthfully it was me i have sent the picture to several experts they have all said they cannot explain the images inside as if all of this wasn't strange enough now comes the really scary part I like this kind of like rant that he goes into like <laughs> I took the pictures about six years ago it's my picture people have been stealing my picture and I took it to experts and then the experts can explain it so it's definitely true yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this weird tirade that he goes into that there. method so, yeah. size really peeking out <laughs> but I couldn't I find this say. picture <laughs> right it's yeah yeah you did, did, did a fresh little thing a fresh little thing of meth I don't know 
Yeah. <laughs> no, you nailed it. That's what they do. Yeah, to do I a fresh the mask. freshest little thing. <laughs> you got a thing? How fresh is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Darren goes on to explain that he's been, uh, at this point, researching Zozo and comes across some other people around the world that have had similar experiences with an entity claiming the same name. Darren closes his post with this. Heed my warnings, people. If you are playing around with a Ouija board and you are jokingly ask it if it has a name and it spells Zozo, close the session properly. Cleanse the house. Never, I repeat, never ask it again. And if you are brave enough to carry on conversations with the spirit, do not antagonize it or act on its directions. I know what I have seen. And I know other people have also come into contact with this spirit. It is dangerous beyond words. I realize not every session results in negativity. But when you play with this Zozo, you are playing with fire. Everything I have described here is true. And I am not exaggerating one bit. It may take me years, but I do intend on writing a book about this. And I have many more stories that I do not have time to mention here. They all stem from true events that took place while talking to this Zozo. Folks, I have been told by people wiser than myself that the spirit world is more real than this world of so-called reality. Ouija boards can cause many bad things to happen in your life. Maintain an open mind. And most of all, be careful. That was the end of the Get post. it. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> He got that OSHA ending right there. It's like, be careful, everyone. Safety first. Yeah, he's a fucking moron. He's like, so don't play with them. Don't talk to Zozo. They're super dangerous. I'll go on about it for a bit too long. Um, you do. But I, I did it, is. like, a lot. Uh-huh. A lot, a lot. I didn't even tell you everything. That's how much <laughs> I did. Well, he does but have you a book. don't do it. <laughs> he did yeah. eventually make that book. Uh, I believe it's the Zozo Phenomenon, it's called, because ultimately he goes on to um he does maintain the story still he i believe he is like a paranormal investigator or works with a lot of them now and he claims oh, it all geez. to be true he's had many different oh. paranormal researchers and other you know like tv shows and shit come to his house so uh like ghost oh, adventurers was one of the God. big one wow came out there and did it um i believe he's been on coast to coast and that's dope uh, he's done a bunch of that kind of shit and like I watched little clips of it and it's fine, whatever. It's typical ghost adventure shit. I thought this was just gonna be like a creepy pasta. Like this guy, this one guy wrote it. No, nope, this is like, he took it full. He's like, full this board. is yeah. He's committed to the bit. The fact <laughs> yeah. that he was on Coast to Coast is interesting as shit, man. I used to love listening to that crazy ass show. Now I don't know at what time frame that he was on it. He just has it listed as like you know, if you go to if you go to like his uh he has a blogspot page. It has you know like a a banner you know of a picture of him with like whatever the fuck it's <laughs> called and like all the things that he's been on ghost adventure some other like fact or fiction or you know some type of shit like that stuff coast to coast is on there i don't know if it was with art bell though or if it was with uh, the newer version george nori yeah yeah um is this guy darren what's his name evans darren evans is a hopeless romantic who fucked around and found out all right because he found <laughs> zozo hell zozo that's where I'm going with this. Fuck your science. Hell Zozo. I thought. Hell Zozo. <laughs> I feel weird making fun of this guy <laughs> knowing that he's real now and not just like 
some <laughs> writer that maybe <laughs> I don't know it. it I'm handling the whole thing a lot differently, <laughs> but um, I think I'm landing on the side of fuck this guy. <laughs> he's, I mean, he's, well, okay. So here's one of the big things is that um, he is definitely a huge Zeppelin fan and cites <laughs> <laughs> <For sure. laughs> a lot of that and gets into a lot of things. So in 2017, he actually makes a post to his blog spot page with some of his updated research. He claims that Zozo was around before his 2009 post, which was one of the big points of a contention that skeptics would claim is that like, well, if you Googled anything before 2009, nothing about the Zozo guy was coming up. So he started the phenomenon. He started the urban legend of it, but he's like, no, no, no. I found all this other shit that exists. So he posts a whole bunch of stuff trying to refute that, including a post to a forum on November 22nd, 2005, which stated, Are Ouija boards fake? Have you contacted the dead? What happened? So Ouija boards, Ouija boards, he also spells it, talking boards. Have you used one? If so, what happened? Is it a load of crap? My friend used one and he said, I contacted a demon called Zozo. He wouldn't go away. And then the glass smashed. My friend never lies. Just what it is. Does it interfere with religion? So that was some post in 2005 that some random person made asking about zozo mm -hmm. and there's all oh, this other shit. stuff there's um the god i'm gonna fucking screw the, the dictionnaire inferno uh mm -hmm. the infernal dictionary which was written in about 1818 and it's had a, like a shit ton of revision since has some sort of passion of sounds cool it's fucking dope <laughs> as shit um <laughs> it, it's just um a literally a list of demons the the 1863 edition is when like i think it's i guess became one of the better oh, versions it's really because hot. it's like <laughs> you get like all these like crazy illustrations all this like really cool shit dope oh, but apparently wanna, at some point of it there's a story of a girl being like stalked by three different demons and one of them she calls zozo so he's like he's like putting all this kind of shit out there of like look look it's i didn't make this up it's all total real his last post on his blog spot seemed to be in march of 2020 um talking about the end of the world and zozo is bringing the end of the world in 2020 and the start slow decline of everything that's and, the uh, start of covid right yeah and <laughs> and um oh, he goes into shit. this that month. really fucking weird like rant towards the end of like well now and then if you look at the what covid is and there's uh, the, it means like the crown of something. And then if you look at the seven points, which relate to Donald Trump, which relates to this, and then like bring it back, like starts going into like <laughs> one of these crazy, like, you know, conspiracy theory tangents towards mm -hmm. the end. I'm like, okay, that got really crazy, really quick. The comments on all the forums were some of the funner, funner, more fun parts to read. There's a lot of people in there, you know, obviously talking about how, yeah, Zozo's totally real. I've run into this entity. Don't fuck around with Ouija boards. You need to pray, 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 pray to Jesus. There was one, I forget at which forum it was on. The last posting on it was a link, not a link. It was an email address of someone offering their services. If you are in contact with this demon, they have actually helped people who've, they've handled much stronger entities than Zozo and can get rid of oh it. My and, they, God. and they will do it free of charge, free of charge. You just need to oh. email them. 
Like, can we get this person on the podcast? <laughs> you have that email. Do you know how to find I that? Could, I could. I'll email them. Yes, I have it in, God, in my notes no here. Shit. I don't want to give it out. I don't want to be, you know, yeah. Chut, not Chut, quite yet. Chuttle the pod needs to be cleansed. <laughs> Boil down with them. Well, yeah. yeah shit, so. I mean, does does Zozo owe child support or something? Jesus Christ! Why would you go after something? Like so <laughs> this person's ready to fucking fight any of them. They're yeah, like, they're I can a handle hunter. it. Uh, ooh, yeah. Sounds like unsupernatural. So that's the story of uh, Zozo <laughs> um, in our short amount of time here that we, we pulled this episode Zozo, together. Zozo. It was uh, he was known as like Zozo, the Ouija demon. And so that's kind of what that's a great name. That's that a cool trail. shirt, too. Maybe that's what <laughs> the shirt will be. It'll be the Norman Rockwell painting and i'll say zozo the ouija demon yeah <laughs> nice. baby there there is a movie i am zozo which darren evans does have a guest role as like a demonologist in it <laughs> or like it's ridiculous and i yeah he's um total like long hair like dude that loves zeppelin and all that type of shit so this is the perfect that example of what you so what does zozo look like i haven't gotten a clear like image of zozo I mean, okay. has anybody? I don't know. I'm sure. I'm. I. I don't. I don't have the answer to what what Zozo's okay. looking like. I think to to everyone, he might look a little different. Oh, sure. Yeah. They ain't got him in found footage yet. I have an idea why we don't know what it, Zozo looks like. <laughs> Why's that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's real. In the, the 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 infernal dictionary. If he gets a an official listing, he's not in there. But mm-hmm. um. Gets infernal like, dictionary we got to get one of those i have it but you yeah we'll, we'll we'll have a, a pod version you know somehow you, yeah you, you can, i mean you can get it on like you can get Brian, it on amazon you can right. i have i have one I too know you somewhere around here i've never yep. even heard of it before you got a list of demons brian yeah oh yeah what, you, you gotta have a list of demons lots of that's stuff dark yeah. that's dark and gnarly as folk yeah <laughs> oh list it list of demons list of uh certain objects certain and there's all yeah there's the list in there go mm-hmm. it's like i wouldn't like if you're in a bad mood i wouldn't open it up and start reading but if you're in a weird mood go for it <laughs> yeah. i love how this was a like a really good example of what you said like sitting around and fucking talking about these new urban legends that come about this guy sat down and fucking made one and then took it like to the next level that like in a ridiculous way but i'm just saying this is this shit is cool fucking dope zozo love it zozo yeah we'll see i mean we've said his name a bunch maybe he'll make contact with someone out there if you've talked uh, to zozo yeah let maybe us know. one of us tonight jump in the discord <laughs> um let us know about if zozo is out there if zozo if you're listening <laughs> <laughs> yeah hit us up we'd love to have I promise you, you down. if i hear from zozo i'll put in the discord which is just another reason to join Exactly. If any of us get immediately possessed by anything, we'll we'll jump in the Discord <laughs> and let you know. So get in there. It's it's a fun time in there. So I mean, yeah, that was a quick one. Not much uh to expand upon with, with Zozo. Well, I mean, there is if you Zozo, wanted to Zozo. dive into it as much as Darren Zozo. Evans did, but that's where we're ending it for tonight. So we are going to take a quick break before we jump into our final segment for this evening. Ed Gein. And we're back. Thank you so much to our kind sponsor for those lovely words of encouragement. As we said before the break, here we are at our last segment of the night, which we are still workshopping a new name for because we're not just holding ourselves to would you rather type questions. We're, you know, opening it up to any kind of question. Do whatever the fuck you want. As long as it well, you know, okay. makes well, our that, brains that, do. that said, would you would you rather? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go uh, on. 
I well, I, I thought about this for like 19 seconds. I thought it was pretty good. Would you rather consult a Ouija board for your future or mm-hmm. be stuck with the lament configuration of the Hellraiser puzzle box? I mean, oh, fuck. what does consult a Ouija board entail? <laughs> I'm, I'm still going that route. If you ask the Ouija board about your future and it tells you what your future is going to be, that's just it. Okay. Or do you go with the lament mm-hmm. configuration of the Hellraiser puzzle box and you live your life with regret? <laughs> no matter which I mean, way you go, you're fine. That's kind <laughs> of the fun part of this. Yeah. Oh, I mean, oh, shit. I don't know. That is a tough one. Do I live? I mean, I already know. Yeah, I'll go with the Ouija board. Figure, I'll get. I'll figure out how I die, mm. or whatever. Why not? I think I'm gonna go with the uh, fucking the the lament because I I can bargain with the Cenobites and give them like all you sons of bitches. So there you go. I was gonna say I don't know how wow. Razor well enough. What exactly does that mean? The lament configuration. It's the puzzle box and that you gotta fuck with, and you yep. open it, and the Cenobites come and get your ass. Okay. Well, so it's just the lament in that box. No, the lament, <laughs> the lament configuration is that mm-hmm. you understand what you can have, and that could be their level of bliss, whatever that might be, or you could have a level of regret because you didn't fix something in a moment that you could fix. But if you fixed it, 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 it would be like a shit storm, but you walked away anyway and just lived with regret. Oof, that's some deep shit, though. That's it. That's that long lasting cause. I'm mm-hmm. still gonna fuck with them Cenobites. I'm gonna go Ouija board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just think fucking with Cenobites. Screw that. Like, yeah, I'm things, down. That's like the monkey's paw, like eh. I can't wait to have my back ripped off. That's like how your wife feels about Ouija boards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't fuck with Cenobites. She don't fuck with Ouija boards, so I mean yeah, and I'm going. I seem to have run into a paradox. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm going Cenobites all day long. I want to hear somebody walk into my room full of smoke, <laughs> red haze, and just go, "You called, we oh, came." That, man, I just no I want thanks. that. I want that so bad. <laughs> it's gonna happen. That's just me. Though. That's just me. It's gonna happen. Well, you got to find the fucking cube first and start working on that, and then who set, who Amazon says delivers, I don't man. Have it. I have a 3D printer. I can have a cube and I run. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh fuck. <laughs> but can oh. you gleam it? Open that hell mouth, cuz. Oh, I can totally gleam it. Like, well, like 30 <laughs> years ago, I could gleam it. Now I just fall off and look stupid. But yeah, I, I can try to gleam it. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, then I'll take us over to our Reddit question, which kind of goes back into just a weird, you know, whatever random world. Which academic discipline would you rather have full knowledge of? Law, biology, physics? chemistry mathematics or language and literature basically which of those subjects would you just have like you know full knowledge Uh, mastery of i would say language and literature i agree that's what i would pick as well now i don't know if it means like all languages or just like your own language or whatever but i still think just like just having full knowledge i mean yeah does it mean all what or is this like the highest possible level of all these uh, different say, like, fields of knowledge. <laughs> what? I was saying, let's say Western <laughs> languages and arts or something. Like, are, are we talking global? Because the well, I guess I mean it would be right. Because technically, if you know chemistry at a high level, you're no like it's global. Once you get to a certain yeah, point, when, when you, you get know. to like a lot of science and mathematics is pretty universal. It's just how you're exactly. communicating in it. 
language and literature would just be yeah, just a mastery of that'd be a lot that'd be a lot more because you can communicate with science and math like better than like the language barrier right like if you're well you travel well that's for sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> i mean but it seems like yeah but if like you already know all literature are you still i, I don't know able to find things to discover in reading again and get excited about that i mean it would have to only be new stuff coming out right how does the knowledge what does the knowledge mean like does that mean well, like i've read every book people you could talk to about it that you like are do you think about it more intelligently or is it the same as you do now would you still be able to talk to us about it or would it's like it's like i don't know if i want that much knowledge <laughs> sure i don't know your head would I explode i know <laughs> That's like if you had full mastery, I'm going to tie mode on this, of chemistry, you could create some kind of crazy, deadly, whatever the fuck. Or you, you might could, become an alchemist. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Take it to the mystical fucking level, dude. That's right. You figure you're, that you're just out, that'd be cool. Out there doing fucking <laughs> goddamn magic tricks and people are distracted on TikTok. Physics as goddamn. well would be, I mean, yeah. Imagine physics, biology, and chemistry were like the. Th three i was thinking about before the language arts one came up because that's cool too and i mean i guess if like physics and chemistry you're probably gonna have a pretty strong knowledge of mathematics built into you'd that. have to have some right yeah right so yeah mathematics just doesn't just, sound that uh, fun uh, yeah. law whatever i'll, I'll no hire. no thank you are you kidding me <laughs> yeah why is that even on this list compared you know what? to the other ones i think i do want to go chemistry just in hopes that i'll become the most amazing chemist that i can become an alchemist yes <laughs> fucking a that is the route that's it fuck literature <laughs> sam did you oh. I think I, I i'm going the art the language okay one, language and literature just because i think it'd be i feel like well obviously i guess i'd be really into the other subjects if i knew them so well but it seems like it'd be the most fun to like do and explore rather than i don't know how much fun i'd have doing really high level science <laughs> <laughs> no i get you i get you um that's what i was kind of like concerned about with the other ones of like would it just i don't if, know drive me mad to some extent it's very interesting you know but i just don't yeah did they have a I necromancy one um i mean that would probably be biology <laughs> yeah i want to get into yeah, that shit i changed i changed change my answer sure. okay. i'm changing my answer to biology yeah i'm gonna learn okay. that i dark think we're shit. taking it back to like D, D somehow yeah like, so it's all going there majors Sam's and shit like, yeah. yeah what is sam sam's like the cleric <laughs> like mm -hmm. i'm the bard the bard yeah they again get again all right, and, and Grindhouse, did you, did you have an answer? Well, my first thought was chemistry. Then my second thought was biology. And I think the reality is I'll probably go with language because then I can talk to everybody and I can just get them to do whatever I want and I can just have the rest of you murdered. So... Well, my first thought was like dead. language, talking to people. I don't really like that. But I do like getting people to do what I want them to do. And I think the only thing <laughs> that I can do that is if I can speak their language. So I mean, I'm going to go with that. If you have a mastery of language, I assume you probably, I mean, you would probably be pretty charismatic. You could be. Well, and I could get somebody to now we're getting build me. D &D. Get, get somebody yeah, exactly. to Part of a fucking a blood magic ritual. I could have a throne. I could be carried through the city and people would just bow to me because I could speak the language. So, yeah. And then again, have all of you. Does that happen so, to you now for speaking English? Um, occasionally. <laughs> all the time. Occasionally. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be humble, bitch. All the time. Yeah. 
Yeah, come to well, my well, come to my neighborhood now, right now. He's speaking English is like a it's a thing now. He owns he owns the nightclub. I'm sorry, I have to say these things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh that's true. We we did yep. hear that that takeover. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I think well, I don't think it'll matter talking to uh Travis's Legion of the Dead that he'll be able to create from his biological expertise, and then I'll just be able to like, I don't know ignite everything on fire or some shit with my alchemy. <laughs> yeah and sam will sing the tale for ages to come <laughs> so uh, um shit we all kind of like picked no you two picked language and literature so that's what i'll pick as the vote so there was 1.7 thousand votes and starting at the bottom was 156 with chemistry so not that many alchemists out there came in coming in next was 198 <laughs> with biology so just yeah the alchemists and not, the the, the necromancers, necromancers are, are mm. low on the poll that's fine mm. it's fine I there's only that. few of us but uh yes. then we get 258 chose language and literature and 300 oh, damn we're all the bottom <laughs> yeah because then 307 chose law and then 348 dorks chose physics that's not universal <laughs> law is not universal I know. everything exactly. else i, I guess do you know all law I don't know. Whatever. In Screw every it. country, Who cares? like, like why? why? <laughs> well, but 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 alchemy here is a little bit of a misnomer, though, because alchemy is basically the ability to turn base elements into gold. That's all alchemy is. Alchemy is not being. A, I'm, st- I'm going to be a wizard. A true, what is it? Liturgy. It's not like being a true. Just alchemy is like either turning things into gold or finding like the life's elixir. It's one of the yeah. two. That's what yeah. alchemy. I is. thought it was turning like some things into other things there's there's like base yeah base metals or there's whatever. a base thing of the lead into gold that's a like a bait but like alchemy in itself is being able to take anything and use some sort of magic spells or powders or whatever else and turn I, it into I, gold. I just have one question grindhouse are you a practicing alchemist no because i can't turn shit to gold. Mm. I've, I've been trying with a nightclub and i cannot turn well, it into gold for nothing so <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> sorry sorry yeah i'm trying <laughs> that's good well then the most people chose uh 437 chose mathematics so the most people are choosing math for some reason i guess i mean that's better really? than who fucking the, law well who, the fuck is, <laughs> yeah. well who the fuck is voting on this like math like math I, mean, I suppose mathematics is if you think about it mathematics is a universal language it really it, yeah one, that's true one is one is one is one that's one goat, one cob of corn, one whatever <laughs> everywhere you one is me one. if i if i spoke mathematics they'd be Carrying me through the streets, putting me on the and throwing down to me. Yeah, and that's my place. So get in line. I have a smaller. I have a smaller thing for you. I think we feel one. It hooks. It hooks up to mine and gets towed. It's kind of bumpy, but yeah. There's some pillows and shit. So hey, man, I'll I'll ride, bitch. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) It's my harem. There it is, riding, bitch. (laughs) Would you rather have a tongue for a penis or a penis for a tongue? Tongue. Penis or penis for a tongue. I don't think I want a penis for a tongue. Does my <laughs> penis tongue pee? Does it have a urethra? Yes. Fuck it. I'm making it up. So yeah, gotta deal with All that. Alright, yeah, I'll, I'll take a tongue where my yeah, dick smile. is, <laughs> rather than a dick where my tongue is. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, I don't know. I'm gonna go with dick tongue. <laughs> You'd look like a predator, kind of. <laughs> yeah, like not a predator, alien. an alien. The alien yeah, the xenomorph. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, predator more has a vagina for. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's toothy. It's toothy, but and it I would bad. think oh. if you have a tongue for a dick, that means you don't like 
Just say ejaculate anymore. <laughs> no, <laughs> you don't have. Oh no, that's uh, not what orgasm I thought you were going to. You say anymore, shit right? with your dick. You say shit with your dick. <laughs> and then if you had if you had a tongue where your dick is, you might taste poo every now and then. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you had a Gene Simmons type tongue, yeah, you might taste poo. But I'm thinking like think the about, average tongue. Think, think about the ways in which you could move your dick. If you're <laughs> well, but if you it's not tongue. a dick, you're just moving a tongue down I'm, there. If you had a, but it's got a urethra. So. Your tongue, your tongue <laughs> down could, there. Wait, it could, yeah, it could play your balls like bongos. <laughs> it could just do it. I oh could, my god, I could lick my balls. <laughs> well, oh, yes, I didn't even imagine you're right. Still balls, but if you had a, <laughs> if you had a, if you had a tongue, you could blow yourself. So like. Game over, right there. <laughs> yeah, but like just, from reverse, that'd be an interesting sensation. That's just I'm right there. Yeah. yeah I just but I, I just imagined a tongue that was just not that functional, besides being a tongue. And oh, I was thinking it still moves around like a normal tongue, yeah. and you can, can, I, can come I, out of it. Well, I yeah, imagine I... it moved around like a, like you could control it, but it was still just a tongue, and like you wouldn't. I like... mean, you still need to pee, right? Because otherwise, you just die. No, you pee like you after pee. too well, long. Yeah, I can pee out of my mouth, but I mean, my, my question, this is the important question. Can I bend it over and deep throat myself? Can I, <laughs> can I do that? Is that is that a thing? I love that question. I, well, um, I just, I mean, because. I don't I like know to... that. I guess that <laughs> depends on the question. size of things. Can you do and... that with your tongue? <laughs> Gene, Gene Simmons? <laughs> uh, no, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Guess so. <laughs> we all died tonight from trying to swallow our tongues. <laughs> My question is: If your baby's born like this with a dick tongue, do you circumcise the dick tongue? No, no right? No, I would say no. No, that's barbaric. Uh, it's the barbarian ways. <laughs> now, it is. I guess it depends on whether or not your baby's Jewish. Well, that's their choice. So if you have, <laughs> so if you have a dick for a tongue, zombie incorporated. <laughs> do you and you have a your normal wiener, right? Yeah. So does it choose which dicks. ones like you pee like uh, do you, can No, you no, you pee you pee out of both simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say there's so, all, so there's like a, there's so there must be like a oh my god. <laughs> you like have a whole, whole new, new organ like, system. <laughs> urinals well, a, out there. I was well, thinking yeah. of like the different yeah, like, yeah, yeah, toilet exactly. systems that would exist. <laughs> like the public restroom. There'd be like a face urinal <laughs> and a Dick urinal, yeah. regular. Well, I was thinking, a face and a waist. Yeah, I was thinking blood flow. <laughs> like, can I can I power both at the same time? If do I have the blood flow to get both hard at the same time? <laughs> oh can shit! I, I mean, that would be like. I mean, oh my god! Uh, you created a whole uh, new fucking version I mean, like, of porn just now, dude. Well, that's my yeah, thing. Do I, can ways. I get both? I can I get both hard? Like. Or do I, can I only get both oh. the half staff? Because then that's just like bad porn. Then after that, the necromancer un uh, unleashing this fucking crazy <laughs> cosmic <laughs> <and> shit. <laughs> And when it's hard, it, does it just stick out of your mouth? So, like, you can't hide it if you get a burner? <laughs> no, that's like the alien situation. That's like what you have to keep your mouth closed because if you open it, it'll just pop. Yeah. Well, it's like every kid in class, like, yeah. you know, can you imagine being 14 getting called on yeah. by the teacher? You're like, mm -hmm. <laughs> you just made middle school worse. That's awesome. <laughs> You put your math book in front of your face. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. I talked to Zozo on the Ouija board and he gave me this question. The oh, madness. Wow, now, do you think Zozo. the sizes oh, yeah. between the two are different or the same? It's got to be different. Oh, God. It better be. I hope so. <laughs> 
Give me that You're small in a lot dick of mouth. Then it's always hanging out. <laughs> and except, yeah, except I guess hide it. for people who it isn't, they're like, yeah, does, do you have to wear matter. a condom on your dick tongue? This is still a foot. Well, Remember if that. it, that's still a foot. <laughs> oh, God. your dick tongue. <laughs> You don't have balls in your mouth, right? No, that's your tonsils. That's too far. That's your where that's your tonsils. Your <laughs> uvula. Oh, but what if you were a kid and had to have your tonsils taken out? Yeah. Are you a eunuch? Well, then you're a fucking. Well, yeah, you're partly, a eunuch, cuz. Only by. Only in your mouth. Only top half, only, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Top half. The waist you still works. You have four oh balls. The face, not so much. You're like a cow with the four udders or four the stomachs, base, whatever. The base <laughs> is good, but the face is cut off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Oh my god. I like wow. the marketing idea. Same came up with came up with with the face and the waist. That was fucking yeah. dope, right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you fucking get that shit going in every fucking goddamn bathroom because now everyone has dick tongues. Wow. Well, this. This just oh, all stem, this all stems from Travis happens. wanted to have three balls instead of one. That's what this comes down to. <laughs> totally get it. Totally get it, though. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh my god! The legend of yeah, the Uno throat balls. Yeah, yeah throat balls. Mm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hog, well, Hogzilla. Oh boy. We want to hear your answers to that one. Jump onto the Discord. Let us know. Sam, you're going to finish us all we should off. Have saved. Yeah, yeah, I know. We should have, had we known. Um, so mine is uh, it, it's kind of like in Talladega Nights where they all talk about like what do you, how do you picture your baby Jesus? I want to know how everybody pictures their Zozo. Mm-hmm. What's your Zozo look like? I was kind of picturing my Zozo like a like a shadow monkey with really long arms, like a big one, big old chimp. Okay. Um, with some glowing red eyes, I guess. And and you can't really see all its features, you know. Okay. It's too dark. I I like uh, my Zozo. somehow light escapes it. I like my Zozo as a, like a fat little chubby cherub type thing. Like you know, there's like fat little angel babies, oh. <laughs> but it, but it's Zozo and it's got some little devil horns. Yeah. So it's like oh Zozo, but, <laughs> but like a cherub, like a Valentine cherub, but <laughs> the little demon <laughs> baby. Zozo. Yeah, but that's Zozo. It's like, will you appear? And he's like, yes. Hi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's 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 my version of Zozo. I don't know. What do you guys think? Oh, uh, my version of Zozo yeah, is how the, you the Zozo. The, yeah, it's the album from Led Zeppelin that chases you. That's it. Just chases you. Oh, it's just okay. Like hobbling along. It's got that little old lady carrying a pile of sticks on it. And you feel bad <laughs> for her and what her life was like back then. Having to fucking carry sticks all in the cold and shit. And you're like, God damn, this is this is <laughs> fucked up. This is bleak, God, oh. Led Zeppelin. Yeah, why, why, Sweet boy. why are you why are you giving me this imagery of horror? That's real horror. That's real life horror. So Zozo is coming to get your ass. <laughs> nice. I like it. Man, I think my Zozo probably drives and he probably drives an old van, like a really old van. <laughs> oh, um, <shit. laughs> it's on one side of it, it's half like stacks of cases of Coors Light. The other side is stacks of black cat firecrackers. And oh, we nice. just go out and fuck with the world all night long <laughs> and just get drunker and drunker. <laughs> and, okay. and then eventually. He ends up living in that van, probably on a small lot by a river or an old log mill. <laughs> That's where Zozo is. There's probably some, there's probably some meth involved too. I'm guessing, and maybe maybe Zozo's, Zozo, yeah. Zozo's yeah, kids yeah. get taken away by CPS because um, mm-hmm. <laughs> he just seems like that would happen to Zozo. Um, Zozo just can't pull his shit together. But I think Zozo he likes. I think he likes to party. I think he likes to party, but he doesn't have a lot of life goals. That's what I'm thinking. Zozo is for me. Definitely likes to get wet. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with his so, dick tongue. Yes. Oh, my. Yeah, that Zozo definitely has a dick tongue. All right. So there it is. <laughs> There's our episode tonight on Ouija boards. <laughs> so we hope you yeah. all had a good time with that one. We want to thank mm-hmm. our special last minute guests, uh, Grindhouse Zombie and Travis of the nightclub podcast go ahead and check them out you have definitely heard of them if you've heard of us by now you should have if not this is your first episode hey you just found another Welcome. podcast to listen Welcome. to Thanks as well making it yeah. this far and we're the sorry secret emoji oh uh, we haven't what, done that in our a while. secret emoji i know uh, a what tongue the... an eggplant and a tongue is there a tongue there's definitely there's a, a tongue. tongue yeah an eggplant and a tongue are our secret emojis. So put those in. Okay, drop them. Yeah, drop, drop them. them somewhere. Drop them out there. We love to see that kind of shit. And places you could drop those. Well, hey, drop them on the nightclubs as well. Because you can follow them at the nightclub on Instagram, I believe. And Slasher. Is that correct? Yeah, man. We're awesome. up in there. Cool. They have a Discord as well. Uh, we're going to post links to all their stuff in our show notes. And all of our stuff would be at Chuddle the Sam, at Chuddle the Ross, and at Chuddle the Brian with a... Why? Dot uh, com. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> on Instagram and Slasher. And you can always follow all of us at Chuddle the Pod on Instagram and Slasher. And for any of the information that I talked about before, if you want to get all that, you could go over to Chuddle the Pod. So, so. Dot com. Thank you. <laughs> Someone got it. <laughs> for all the information you could ever. God damn it, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Also, also the yellow pages. If you look up the yellow pages, there's <laughs> going to see. Yeah, yeah, right we there. actually yellow took pages. out an ad. Oh in shit, there. we're in the yellow in the pages. Yellow pages. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Nice. in the yellow pages, old school. We, I mean, figured you know we're going for a different demographic. Uh, mm-hmm. Jump into our mm-hmm. Discord. Uh, get on our Patreon. Get the the pre-order of the shirt. Do all that kind of fun shit. But more importantly than all of that, until next Dot time. Com. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be waiting. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Sam. My no, bad. No, I've been playing with the dot com. It was lately. a knee jerk reaction. I swear to God, I was like, dot com. Totally yeah. fine. Oh, the panic, it, the it, panic it, moment. It I love helped. it. I was gonna say it. I was gonna say it. It made good content. <laughs> content. I wanted content. to say thank, thank you, motherfuckers, again. I don't know if I was, I was a little distracted at first doing some other shit. Um. For having us on, uh, this was awesome. Like just getting the the invite, fucking yeah, love I it. I was re- I, like I said, I was re- I was watching Dead Pit, um, tomorrow night. I got a recording for Joe Blow, but mm-hmm. fuck him. <laughs> <laughs>